All right, y'all. We're reaching unprecedented territory. We're almost to 60 podcasts. This is number 59. One away from a new record. Every every one we do is a new record, by the way. We keep setting the bar higher and higher. I'm Michael Lee. Backwoods Life Podcast, episode 59, starting right now. I have with me the lovely Anna. Say hey, Anna. Hey, Anna. There you go. <laughs> she knows how to play this game already. Through the beautiful world of Zoom, we're able to do these things. We're able to record this, and there'll be bits and pieces of it probably show up on social media whenever we strike onto a good topic. But for those of you listening in the you know, normal podcast sense of being bored riding down the road and decide you want to listen to a podcast and hopefully you don't fall asleep at the wheel and die in a tragic accident, here we are. Right? That was a little extreme, Michael. But it's factual. Okay. I don't want anybody out there to die in a tragic accident listening to us, but at least if you do, you're going out on top because it's right. record episode 59. <laughs> How not to die in a traffic accident while listening to a podcast. This is that's the topic for the week on safety first. I hope everybody's seatbelts on and two hands are on the steering wheel and you're just paying attention to the road while you're listening. No Snapchatting while driving. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you included on a okay. Unless Deal. you're unless you're Snapchat with me, that's different. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I digress. Yes, you did. What, what Episode fifty nine. Yeah, it's the new year. It's our first podcast, twenty twenty three. Is it really? Yep. God, we've been slack. We're seventeen days in and hadn't done one yet. But we were just discussing before um, we started recording here that we're going to try to actually schedule a day and time and a routine to do this thing. Yes. Except for when Anna has hair appointments. That's right. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> hair appointment. What's more, like, like we could do podcast. You could do a podcast while you're getting your hair done. That would be awesome. No. I would, I would love to see that. Like, this could be great Zoom material. Okay. Well, I'll think about that. Mm-hmm. Might can work something out. You walk in be like, hey, y'all. I'm here to get my hair done. We're do that podcast up in here. It would be horrible because all y'all would hear is a bunch of chatter in the background from all the other ladies in there getting their hair done. It would be awful. No, we would know all the local gossip. No. There's nothing good in there. And people are here to hear about hunting and fishing stores and funny stuff. They don't want to hear about salon drama. Oh, yeah. That, we could show a whole new podcast. The Backwoods <laughs> Salon Cast. Girl, I got some new rollers over here. <laughs> my God. I press my hair. I, I, all I know is when I go get my hair cut, and I do go to a, quote, salon. Not, I mean, it's just where I've been going yeah. for like 20 years because I didn't have any other options when I was younger and broker. So I just kept going to the same place. Not a barber shop. No, it, it's okay. It's it's a it's a actually you can go get a massage and a haircut. Probably, except I've never had a massage, so just I just get a haircut. Like ever, 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 or just really, you never had a massage. Mm-mm. Why? I, don't, I just haven't. I mean, there, there's not a lot of masseuses right around my house where you know where I've lived, and I've just never thought that would be a great thing to go do. Oh my gosh, you're missing out. Well, that's, that's what I hear. So many health benefits to it. Oh yeah. Beth goes and gets hers done, doesn't she? Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah. 
It's totally good, especially with that chiropractor appointment you go to. Now, see, they hooked me up to the TENS machine and shot the crap out of my bag. Yeah, but the massage is so much better. Anyway, okay, back back to the hair salon. I'm okay, sorry. So I've been going there, and all I know is you're right, 100% right. There's a lot of noise in there, and there's a lot of gossip that I care nothing about, and I hate to say this out loud, but some of the most uneducated things I've ever heard in my life have come out of there. That's me being very nice about this. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, because I've, I've been in there like, what did you just say? Mm-hmm. Okay. And my mom is a hairdresser and has been, you know, for her whole life since Michael's been alive and that I'm that I remember. And I've sat in plenty and so I'm I've earned the right to have an opinion about cosmetology. Yeah. But I've had to live with that for ever. So are we distracting you? No, I'm sorry. Oh multitasking. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Anyway, I digress this conversation to the point. Now, now we need to talk about something that people really want to hear about, like hunting and fishing. So, yes. um, I did catch a bass. What? Was, that, was that this year or last year? Can't remember. I have to go back and look. Well, was it at Alamo? Yeah, but it had to be on New Year's Eve. Well, yeah, New Year's Eve that would have so, been. So I've been. not caught. I've not caught a fish this year. Okay. I can remember, but I have I have shot a deer this year. And you have uh, too. Yep. We did it the same day. Yeah, that's right. We did. Like a few minutes. We apart. did, and we yeah, a few minutes apart. Exactly. And a few hundred yards apart. That's accurate too. It's probably yeah. about it's probably about a thousand yards apart. Okay. Ish. Ballpark. Yeah. So it was. So yeah, we basically ended our deer season with. Yeah, that too. Um, <clears throat> so we did a doe. Like, well, we call it a doe hunt, but uh, we weren't like we were just there to shoot does at my dad's farm because we were just there hunting like the last weekend of the season, and we used that opportunity to need to shoot some does and mm -hmm. shoot quite a few. So we. Shot a few. It was kind of tough, to be honest with you. Like, it was hit or miss. Mm -hmm. Like, either you saw quite a few or you saw, like, nothing. Yeah. Philip. I know. Oh, Philip didn't have a great uh, week. He, 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 I don't, maybe he wore, he needed to give him some lucky drawers or something because he's obviously weren't working. Yeah. I don't know. I saw a pile of there myself. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, there's some bucks. Oh, there's some does. Oh, well, I guess I'll shoot. Mm -hmm. so, well, me and you hunted Friday night and saw several, but no big mamas to shoot. So we just, I held off. That's right. And they're still there. I mean. Yeah. Like, there's still plenty to go around. Like, we're, there's deer everywhere over there. So, it's all right. It's okay. We we, we did some number management. Um, I guess we have to do that at Alamo next year because we killed zero over there oh yeah zero that's the first yeah. time ever which i mean we didn't hunt much and i go and shoot my two bucks somewhere else and so i don't even really hunt over there this year so yeah yeah my fault i, I would have killed one you can write it down i would have shot i would have shot a buck over there. i know 
I have, I have confidence. It's like if I'm playing in a baseball game, I'm going to get a hit. There you go. Yeah. So you got to have confidence in what you do. 100%. Yep. Not arrogance. It's confidence. There's a difference. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we both shot a doe. That's what I hear. Yeah. Michael, the, didn't you shoot yours with your bow? You were bow hunting? No? No. Oh. Where, where were, you? were you there? What's the you were trying to bow hunt? No. Okay. Shot with my 6'5 Grendel at about 75 yards and made her do a chin plant. Yeah. Actually, when I shot her, when she it hit her, like her all four legs went straight up in the air and she fell over the other <laughs> I would have liked to have seen that in slow mo. It's a good shot. Yeah, I don't like to track deer with a rifle. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go track. I, I, really, I mean, I know it's part of it, and you need to do it to stay in practice. But I've done it enough of my life now. I try to drop everything where it's standing because it's really easy to do. Yes, I agree. But deer. deer. So that was it. Is that it about your deer story? Yeah, I mean, I was sitting there, and it's kind. Of, I'm. I'm. I'm not. A, I'm not great on storytelling on deer. Unless it's just something crazy, because I okay. guess I've, I've done too many. Not too many, but like, you know what I mean? I don't know. You're here I, to storytell on your podcast. I, I get more, <laughs> I do, you're right, I'm on a podcast, I do need to get better stories. <laughs> <clears throat> While sitting in blind up there, we had a feeder that was in bow range, and we had another feeder that was not in bow range, because in Georgia, you can hunt over feed, and right. we do it, especially when it comes to doe management time because mm -hmm. it helps cause out but um i don't know i saw i saw eight or ten deer that afternoon mm -hmm. picked out the biggest old nanny that was out there and decided she needed to go ride in the back of the truck <laughs> yeah there you go i did see an eight point saw an eight point and a three point two button heads three or four three or four button but we got a lot of button bucks that's good for yeah people. So, um, oh, and by the way, while I'm thinking about this before I forget, Kevin's not on here because he's on his way to SHOT Show in Vegas, and mm -hmm. I'm going tomorrow. So, that's why Kevin. And I'm not. not. <laughs> if anybody cares. Like, all you got to do is buy a ticket. Come on. <laughs> and get in a suitcase. We'll throw you on the plane. Okay, okay. Vegas couldn't handle Anna coming through there. They'd have to shut it down. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Why not? Uh, just that's and have a good time. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, we're going. Never been to Vegas. Oh lord. I know. Oh. I've always wanted to go. That'd be fun. You'd have a good time. Yeah, I was gonna um go right before the whole pandemic thing started. Had tickets and everything. Well, I was about to buy plane tickets and stuff. It was for a work trip for um to go out there to a software vendor uh conference thing. Pandemic hits, I had to cancel all that. So, yeah, I didn't get my chance. I'll make it up. I'll go. You know, you know, Vegas sounds good, but a software conference doesn't sound that fun. I know, but it's for my job. I get it, but still. I it. But I guess since you So, okay, I will say this. I was going to go, go do my whole thing for work, whatever. But I was going to take off some vacation days for, from work so I could actually enjoy the time out there and go see the Grand Canyon because that's on my bucket list too. Okay. Well, I will say this. You will see the Grand Canyon either way because you fly over it. Hey, okay. Okay. If, if you've got a good pilot and captain on your plane, he'll be like, ladies and gentlemen, we're now making 4,288. <laughs> There's a big hole to your right. It's about a Grand Canyon. Look in there. Yay. 
and then we go anyway that's neither here nor there but yeah you have a good time take a lot of money and take a large appetite oh my appetite never fails me so that's no problem yep but I I will accept donations if anybody wants to cash out payment PayPal me Venmo me. Yeah, everybody drop your tag on here and everybody <laughs> send her money. That's her favorite form of gift is money. Yeah, she's got to split. She got to split it all fifty fifty with me now because I'm, you know, negotiating. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Regardless, so, um, shot show. So we're going out there. We've got some meetings with I don't know. We got several meetings out there. Thursday and maybe Friday. A lot of people we want to go talk to and say hey to. So we just got back from ATA show, which is the archery show, which the shot show is the shooting sports show. So it's kind of the yin and the yang of the outdoor industry. And um had a good time. I say a good time in episode was a gruel grueling time because we were meeting after meeting after meeting, like from yeah. we started at nine in the morning until five thirty in the evening. Just hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? And talking to people, which is not a bad thing because we're very thankful for the business that we have, but it also wears you out. And anybody right. who goes to ATA and has that kind of schedule understands what I'm saying. Like you barely have time to eat anything and take a bathroom break. Right. That's just nonstop business meetings and yep. doing your thing, and then like there's really no time to. I mean, other than the companies that we're working with there, we don't even get to look at any products much. Like the people it's we work great. with, we kind of already know what products they have and what they're coming out with, but we get to see that new product in person. Um, so is there any like secret product reveals you can tell us? No, because they, they revealed all of them at this show. <laughs> That's what oh. the purpose of these shows are. Okay, never mind. I didn't ask a dumb question. No, you didn't. You ask a future question that we don't have an answer to yet. Okay. Very good. Let's go with that. Okay. All right. So I'm sorry, y'all. So all the listeners, there's no secrets. Okay. Just keep going, Michael. No, no, you're doing great. Keep it up. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's trade show seasons here. We've got this one, shot show, ATA. NWTF's coming up. Uh, they had Dallas Safari Club, which we didn't go to that because we're gay. I've never been to that one, but I heard it. I think it'd be a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, it's just that time of year. And it's also like what we call trade show flu season. So everybody that goes usually gets some kind of sick. And good thing, good thing was I had mine before I went. So, you know, got that out of the way. Yeah. Hopefully that stays that way. So we're going to do that. And then, I've got one more hunting trip left after I come back from shot. The next week, I'm going to South Texas with my good friends and McFerrin's. And we're going to punch one more deer tag, hopefully. I'm going to shut her down. Get ready for turkeys. Okay. So, we don't have any turkeys. So, nobody ask about turkeys. Mm. Shh, don't tell okay. It's a secret. There's no secrets. There's no secrets. There's no secrets now. Okay, that's I'm get, I'm gonna so, be in about another month. I'll be ready to shoot turkeys. Right now, I'm not. Right now, yeah. I just just want kind of yeah, yeah, be at home and do stuff. Yeah, everybody, everybody's wrapping up deer season. Alabama still has till February. Is that right? Yeah, Georgia's Georgia's still in in the archery only counties yeah. through the end of the month, and Mississippi's still in. I think 
Alabama's still in. There's a few uh, – Texas, obviously, still in um, okay. some places. So, there's a few states with uh, things still still going good. Actually, they're rutting pretty good in Alabama, but I hear, but I don't have anywhere to go, so. Okay. I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. <clears throat> in my yard. If I say something I like, I'm just going to shoot it and not tell anybody. <laughs> just kidding. I don't do that stuff. I really don't. I've never shot a deer out of season, never will. Just not the right thing to do. If you can't kill one during the season, why would you want to shoot one after the season? That's my point. It's like, are you that bad? Like, you've got to hunt them when they're not in season? <laughs> right? I guess. I mean, it's not like I need to go hunting in February to work on my skills. Because if you didn't kill one in deer season, your skills don't matter. They're obviously not good enough. Yeah. So you should rethink your career. Career? Yeah, if you're a professional hunter. Oh. I'm just kidding, because if you can't kill one during deer season, you'd never be a professional hunter anyway. That's all right. Okay. You but heard me there for a second. For the sake of time, I'm going to shut up on my tangents right now. One thing I do want to talk about on today's podcast, like we, me and Anna were, Anna and I, grammatically correct, we were saying, I was saying that we needed like a meat and potato kind of mm -hmm. deal. Like we, we talked about the potatoes, the side dishes so far, like what we've been doing and where we're going and all this stuff. But now we want to talk about the meat that's in the middle of the plate. Yes. Deer meat. <laughs> Wait, we it? always will have the snacks and racks report. That is definitely something we always got to report on. Yep. This is, this is, these are deer. Uh, snacks. Like deer. jerky sticks? No, they're just snacks. They're, they're not like jerky. They're uh, not like, but they're very yeah, good. Yeah. Yep. So this is a, a staple that everybody must have, but yours look like the sweet and salty combo there. Yes. This is like basically a, um, okay. So I had to go pick up deer meat from the processor. I was starving, had to hit up the Love's gas station for some water and some trail mix. But then I added some M&M, some, some Reese's pieces and some mini pretzels to it. Like I souped it up. You know what the problem, the problem with that is? What I'm saying right now? <laughs> It's still there. <laughs> Not empty. The problem with it is, it needs way more M and M's and Reese's Pieces than that. Oh, I know. That, see that? That's my that's my downfall with all the the quote trail mixes like my like people make it at holiday and all that. You get nine million pretzels in there, and I'm I, I'm not knocking pretzels. I like pretzels, but you 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 can't. You need a one to one pretzel to M and M ratio. Yeah. So you can eat your sweet and salty at the same time. I know. And so in that it's one, pretty good. Is that you get you get peanuts and pretzels and people put Chex Mix in there and all that. You get all that on there, but you don't have much sweet. What's up with that? I know. I agree. That's why I added M and M's and Reese's pieces. But I also like the little Chinese sticks, sesame seed sticks they put in there, and the little Chinese. I don't know what those little balls are. I don't know, but they're good. You like Chinese little balls. The little oriental pieces, we're not going there. It's like Asian balls. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That's how COVID started, right there. So, Chinese sticks and balls made COVID. There you go. Uh, but I'm, did you have any snacks in the deer stand when you were hunting your dough? I was like, I think you, it was a no. Me and Beth was eating some uh, nuts. <laughs> We got, she had a sack of nuts and we were smudging on them. 
And then I shot my deer. <laughs> of course, of course. I, 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 as, as soon as I got in the stand, I started seeing deer, so I didn't have time to worry about much else. And we were shopping on Amazon and discussing her upcoming outfits for the shot show that y'all are about to go to. And she's not actually going to the shot show. <laughs> she's just going to Vegas. Well, yeah, she's going to Vegas. Excuse yeah. me. But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then we had deer come out, so we we put on our game face and put the sack of nuts up. Gonna put your nuts up and shoot a deer. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> and I picked the biggest one. Anyway, oh, so. Right. so we've probably already gone over our time allotment, but let's go ahead and let's 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 hit on some meat of this conversation, right. other than right. uh, snack steak. So, um, I found this article. So one one important thing I think that everybody needs to understand when they go hunting is when you shoot that deer of a lifetime or turkey or hog or, you know, whatever, you need to find a great, not a good, but a great taxidermist that's going to preserve that forever for you. And uh-huh. good Lord knows I've got plenty of taxidermy all around me in this office right now. So I've got, I had, I've had some great guys that I've worked with over the years. One of my good friends, Shannon Little and Cordial Little's taxidermy, shameless plug. He's done a lot of my deer for me. He does a great job. Ryan Wolf up in uh, Wisconsin has done a lot of deer for us. He does a great job. And and other people scattered around. So I want to give shout outs for that. But I found this article today. An Indiana taxidermist was arrested after failing to return mounts to hunters. So what were you doing with them? I don't know. Like in, in the article, like I guess he still had everybody's stuff, but he just wasn't doing the work. Like he was taking their deposits, taking their money, and just oh, that was my next question. Was he taking any money? So yeah. he's oh, he was. Oh. What well, he quit he quit answering the door. Uh, oh. so people started calling the uh Iowa DNR. I mean I'm not Indiana DNR, sorry, Iowa. Um and complaining about the guy, so the eight, you know, rangers, agents, I don't, I don't know what they're called up there, but officers, I'm sorry, all due respect to all the officers out there, <laughs> um, they, they, they went, they went and contacted the guy and was like, hey, you know, there's people complaining about, and then the guy says, oh, well, I, my phone broke, uh, I'm struggling with, with money, and blah, 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 and he did, but he said he hadn't got any angry calls at all. So the DNR said, here, use our phone while we're standing here and um, call these customers that have contacted us on speakerphone. Okay. We want to hear these conversations. Yeah. And that that pretty much wound him up right there. Um, he And he already had broken all kind of like not logging deer correctly or, and all that kind of stuff. And it was just like he just had piles of complaints against him um they also found rotting stuff in his freezers that weren't working right uh found hides and things like that froze like we can't let ice form on them because they ruin like it'll freeze a burn and ruin the hides okay so um yeah that's kind of what this guy was doing yikes unbelievable so okay so what so was he arrested did he like is he got a serve prison is he got to pay a fine well he he's um or he loses his business license like according to the the end of the article it says 
he has three charges of theft. I guess that's all people that came forward to press charges. But they're all level six felonies that carry a maximum penalty of penalty of a ten thousand dollar fine and two and a half years in prison. Oh. He also has corrupt they're charged with corrupt business influence, which is a level five felony, carries a maximum of six years in prison as well. And he has a hearing next month. Oh, okay. So that's the thing. Like, I, and, and it's easy to, like, if you're on a hunting trip, especially. So, so say, you, you know, we went hunting in Indiana and we ran, oh, I got my buddy I'm hunting with. Oh, there's a tax damage right down the road. And you take him to this guy and then you never gave him your deposit. You never hear from him again. Right. That's, that's, that's one situation um, from being out of state. But then when you're local and the dude's still shady. Yeah, so I guess I guess what you would need to do then is if you don't know anybody who can give you a good referral, try to do as much background research on this taxidermist as you can. Like see if they are posting their work on social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna say that I would do. I would go see if oh. they have a Facebook page, because then you can see huh. um what their work looks like, you know, if they don't have a, a shop or whatever like if anybody wants a reference for the guys i mentioned earlier come to my house look in the barn you can see like there's everyone yeah where's he, where's he at yeah michael michael's okay. shop yeah we're gonna really... change the shot now we're gonna do the podcast show and this guy the whole time now <laughs> so that's my point like you want people that have good reference and he's actually faded a little bit because i had him in our old house in the, in the uh dining room area so he got too much sun that's my fault because i didn't have anywhere to put him but anyway, my point is taxidermy is a huge part of this industry. There's taxidermists all over this country, mm-hmm. but there's also bad taxidermists just like they are and everything else. So just because a guy says, oh, yeah, I'll do your deer for $200 and a bottle of Jack Daniels, you probably don't want to drop him off there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, um, you get what you pay for. And I believe that when it comes to taxidermy. Like, I would wait longer and pay more just so that I know it's done very well. Right. There you go. And on Facebook, I would think if you found that taxidermist's page, if they have one, first of all, that if it was good or bad, you can see other people's reviews that they leave and hopefully tagged photos and stuff of their work. So, Mm -hmm. Well, and and also... um, you know, and, and you know, I'm a, I'm not a big fan of asking for references. Yeah. You know, because if I say, "Hey, Anna, will you give me three references for you for a job or whatever?" You're not going to give me bad references. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. now if you now if you think you did this great job and your previous employer or customer or whatever, I call them up and then they're like, "Oh no, this it was terrible." Then that's your fault. <laughs> you know, but at the same time. Most of the time, if you get references from like a, a taxidermist, he's going to say, hey, call this guy, this guy, and this guy. And they might be his buddies that, you know, he did free work for. And, oh, yeah, man, he's the best ever. So, yeah. Just saying. And that's, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's truly not going to be an independent reference unless you see somebody on Facebook like we're talking about. Oh, mm-hmm. I know so and so that may know them, and then you can kind of decipher, right? Validate. Yep, I agree. Very well done. Very well done. But anyway, taxidermy is a big part of this industry. A big part of like your 
preservation of your memories. So don't skimp on it, number one. Mm-hmm. Look at people. That's my biggest thing is I want to see the people like their work. Like I've got a few mounts in here that I'm not a big fan of that people have done for me. And that might be the only thing they've ever done for me. Yeah. They're not great. They're not horrible, but I mean, yeah, could have been better. Could have been Right. Better. So yeah, there you go. That's our tip. Yep. Tip for the week. Good taxidermists. That's right. Good taxidermists. They're not hard to find. You just got to find them. Yeah. There you go. All right. You missed deer season yet? It's over. I mean, are you, are you withdrawals? Are you good? I'm okay. No, I'm not having withdrawals yet. We just need to go hang out at the hunting camp, right? Right, right. Sometimes it gets, I don't want to get off on a tangent because I know we got to wrap up, but we can talk about it another time. Well, you're already there. Well, you know, sometimes you're just, you're just, you get all the pressure of like, like Philip, like, he got to get him a buck, you know, or shoot one. And, and like, it just, it doesn't happen. And you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. And, you know, it just gets to the end where you just kind of get exhausted and tired and frustrated. You know, with me, it's like, if, especially if it's deer season and I haven't, you know, killed a deer or haven't shot whatever I was, you know, going for, I feel guilty for not going. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm over at the hunting camp or at the farm or whatever, I feel like, man, I need to be out there because I because I haven't done this or whatever. And when the season's over, it's like, oh, I, I'm good. I, I can sleep in now and not feel guilty about it. I can, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm also one of them, too. I mean, you've been around me enough. Like, if I if I shoot a couple, especially, like, Georgia, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm good. I'm, I'm not even worried. I'm stress-free after that. But I get where Phillip's going from, though, because, I mean, it's, it's almost like – the first one of the season is the hardest one to get. Yes. And then you're on cruise. And then it's like, once you get it, you kind of feel like that monkey's off your back a little bit and you can kind of like relax. <laughs> the rest exactly. of your- <laughs> and the thing with it is if you, if you had that mentality the whole season, you'd be yeah. surprised at how, how good it would go. Yeah. 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 Ago, I kind of started that same, like my mindset has always been, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to go. All right. Yeah. 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 And it all just kind of happens after that. I agree. When you stress is when it goes to crap. Like you press. Like it mm-hmm. just like when I was playing sports. Like if you went up there and you try you tried too hard that you failed. Right. You know what I mean? Like you get you you play basketball. So if you're at that free throw line, just like, oh my God, I gotta make this shot. I gotta make this shot. Instead mm-hmm. of just going through your normal routine, right. relaxing motions, you brick city, right? Right. Exactly. But, you gotta mm-hmm. let it happen. Yeah. There you go. That's that that will make life so much better for everybody. Just relax and let things happen. Yes. Zach, what? You you, you thought you got a thought, I saw it. Hi. No, no thoughts. You just like <laughs> shut up, Michael. Things over. So wrap over. up. It's over. All right. Fine. <laughs> We're done. No. Episode fifty nine. That's a wrap. We're done. Oh man. I'll say we're through. Okay. Regardless, <laughs> y'all watch Sport Backwards Life on Sports from Channel 10 yes. p.m. every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. It's on tonight. Every well, Tuesday. we're as we're recording this. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Sports from Channel. Watch okay. us. We have other air times as well. You can watch us there too.
please. We appreciate your support. And thank you for listening to this podcast and us ramble on. Yes. Trying to still find those meat and potatoes of these things. We'll get there, y'all. Just hang in there. And if you have questions, send them to us because we'll, we'll, we might have to have a Q&A session one day. Yeah, we need help. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll see. Yeah. All right. Thank y'all for listening. Enjoy your January. Don't mm-hmm. get too cold. If it's still hunting season, go go hunting. Get outside. If it's not hunting season, go ice fishing. If you don't have ice, then just go regular fishing. Deal? Or just stay inside and stay warm. <laughs> it's Georgia. Cold one day, hot the next. That's all right. Go enjoy right. campfire. We'll see y'all. Everybody be good. Michael Lee. Anna. Anna Vogler. <laughs> We're out. Bye.